Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my lovely listener, and welcome back to Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast with me, Caroline Foran. So we have another week of lockdown in the bag, and I am praying that we now have more behind us than we have ahead of us, but it's very hard to know at this stage. I'm sure it was the same for a lot of you, but I certainly found the last week to be quite tough. I think it's because we've been in this situation for so long now that the novelty of being stuck at home has worn off. Not that it was ever any kind of a positive novelty, but it was certainly new. And I think the adrenaline that might have gotten us through the first while has had definitely dissipated by this week. And what was left was just a feeling of general fed upness. I wouldn't say I was feeling particularly panicked. Um, I think I've definitely gotten used to the current reality so much so that I can I can definitely now read the news without feeling that spike of cortisol, whereas in the beginning I couldn't cope with reading the news. I, I had to just be informed on a need-to-know basis. But I've been feeling really, really low the last few days. And sometimes feeling low can lead to feelings of anxiety because it's not a nice feeling and we're not sure how to shake it or if it's even possible to shake right now. The best way I could describe it is that and this, I've never ran a marathon, by the way, but I imagine it's like you're running a marathon and you're finding it really tough, yet you've no idea which mile you're at or how many more lie ahead of you. That sense of not being in the know or not having control is such a surefire recipe for anxiety and it completely derails any sense of motivation or progress. So if you're still feeling it, but you're feeling yourself move maybe out of the panicky anxiety and more towards the low-lying sense of uneasiness, this is why. It's temporary. It's not forever. And although it certainly feels like a lifetime, I always say, rather than to try and snap yourself out of it or shake it off, it's definitely proven easier for me anyway to just surrender to that feeling. I think we're so afraid to feel bad as a society. We, we can't we can't cope with the idea of feeling bad. The minute we feel in any way uneasy, we want to do whatever we can to feel better. But this pandemic is teaching me that maybe there is value in allowing ourselves to sit with the crappy feelings and know that even when we feel anxious or low or sad or down, we're still okay. And it certainly makes me appreciate it then when I do feel that fog start to lift. So if anything, 
as crap as this whole thing is, I'm not going to try and make it sound great, maybe take it as an opportunity to sit with the feelings that make you feel uncomfortable. Get familiar with them so as to take some of the fear away from them. Becoming familiar with that which we fear most is such an incredible tool to have in our arsenal. And I think it will really stand to us, you know, whenever anxiety rears its head again, not just currently when we're in the middle of this global crisis. Also, not to sound like Captain Obvious here, but it's really important to remember those words too. Global crisis. You're not just dealing with everyday anxiety. You're not just working from home. You're not just looking after your family or your friends or yourself or your loved ones. You're not just feeling low for no apparent reason. You're dealing with anxiety in a global crisis. You're working from home during a global crisis. You're looking after yourself and your loved ones in a global crisis. And if you feel low, it's set against the context of a global crisis. So please, now more than ever, I'm asking you to go easy on yourself. Fuck teaching yourself how to play the cello or learn a new language. If that's not what you want to do, you're existing and that's enough. So that's my rant over. Uh, moving on this week it's just me again another short and sweet episode that I hope will be helpful to you and I want to talk about a particularly helpful mindset tool or I guess you could call it a framework that does kind of relate to everything I've been saying so far on this episode and will definitely stand to you in the future not just as a way to keep your anxiety at a level you can handle but to increase your confidence and your general feeling of well-being too it's simple it's very straightforward it's called comfortable neutrality Essentially, it's about learning to be comfortable with the idea of not knowing how things will turn out, feeling a sense of neutrality about things working out or not. So I stumbled across this concept when I was writing the confidence kit, which by the way is out now in the US, but over there it's called You Got This, and it has become such an important tool for me. The idea was first introduced to me by this lovely man, a psychotherapist called Mark Tyrrell, who I was interviewing for the purposes of my second book. So confidence, which is something I'll explore more in future episodes, but it's something we we get wrong a lot of the time. And its most simple definition is about being sure of yourself and your abilities in specific areas. And I always think it's really important to emphasize the word yourself here, because that's very different to being sure of the outcome of something. For example, we cannot be sure that we won't have a panic attack when we engage in something that causes us to feel anxiety, but we can be sure that we'll be able to handle it and that we'll be okay if we do. The word confidence itself comes from the Latin fidere, which means to trust. And it's about trusting in and being sure of yourself regardless of the outcome. The thing is, trying to get to a point where we are sure of how something will go is just such a futile exercise and one that you would need a future telling crystal ball for. And when we focus on this so much, on trying to control the outcome of something, we are absolutely more likely to experience anxiety. On the contrary, when we shift that focus to having confidence in ourselves, regardless of the outcome, what you'll find is that you feel more empowered, more in control. And of course, those two feelings together bring down any sense of anxiety that you're going to come up against. Comfortable neutrality is about being okay with all probabilities, good and bad. And with comfortable neutrality, we allow ourselves to relax with the idea of not knowing what the outcome will be. And when you take this mindset of comfortable neutrality and you then pair it with practical experience, such as actually going and doing the thing that scares you and proving to yourself that you're able for it, you arrive at confidence. Or put another way, you downregulate that tendency towards anxiety. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So, Mark Tyrrell, the psychotherapist with whom I, I spoke for the book, he put forward a very simple equation for confidence and it goes like this. Comfortable neutrality plus experience equals confidence. The first part is all about your mindset. You want to cultivate a mindset that allows you to be okay with things not going to plan. As I said, maybe that's the idea that you could have a panic attack and you know enough by now to know that you can handle it if you do. Maybe if we think about our current situation in the pandemic, It's the idea that the restrictions won't be lifted as quickly as we'd like. And that's something that I've definitely been struggling with. The mindset part of the equation is just as important as actually getting out there and getting the practical experience that exposes you to whatever it is that gives you anxiety. When you add them both together, you will feel a lot more sure of yourself, regardless of the outcome, and your feelings of anxiety will be noticeably diminished. I try to remind myself of comfortable neutrality all the time and it's just it's just be, been so useful to me I had to really get it into my head before I got married and this was would have been after the second book came out but I was still kind of putting into practice a lot of what I was talking about in the confidence kit and in order to feel less anxious about my wedding and uh, my worry was was not oh what if the volivants aren't nice or what if the napkins don't match the candles whatever my worry I did not have volivants at my wedding by the way (laughs) Uh, my worry was always what if I start to feel really anxious before my wedding and I'm not able to cope so for me you've probably guessed by now my anxiety is so often not something tangible but it's anxiety about the possibility of anxiety which is a little bit challenging so I had to allow myself to sit with the likelihood that I would feel anxious this sounds kind of counterproductive I know but it was far more effective than telling myself no, 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 you know, you're not going to feel anxious, you'll feel fine. That's just so much pressure. This is not comfortable neutrality. This is only being comfortable with the idea that everything goes to plan. And that's not something I could control. And if I feel like I can't control something, I feel anxious. So to help that, I said to myself, okay, let's just look at the facts here. You're an anxious person, and this is a big event, and one that you care a lot about, one that would make a lot of people feel anxious, and one that you've put so much work and effort into. You probably will will feel a little bit jittery. You might need a moment or two to yourself in the day. You might say to your bridesmaid or to your husband that you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed and have a plan in place that if you do feel that way, you can slip off for a few minutes to gather yourself. And you tell yourself, okay, that's actually fine. If I feel anxious on my wedding day, I'll be fine. And it would probably be weird not to feel a little bit of anxiety about something that's so big and so important. So I'm not going to pressure myself not to feel anxious. I'll just allow for whatever I'm feeling and I'll have a plan in place. This is sometimes where allowing yourself think of the worst case scenario is actually kind of 
helpful, even though it might sometimes seem like the worst thing you can do. As long as you're doing it in a controlled manner, it's actually very effective. So that's comfortable neutrality. And because I really made an effort to get myself into this mindset before my wedding, I just took the pressure off hugely. And people always ask me over Insta DMs, how did you cope with anxiety at your wedding? And that's it. I just allowed myself to accept the fact that maybe I would feel anxious. I probably would. And I felt more confident because I was allowing myself to just be however I was going to be. And as a result, I never needed one minute to myself to calm down. I was actually probably calmer and more present than I've ever been. Um, And as I'd I'd been working on this well in advance, I was able to really enjoy the days leading up to it as well, without the pressure of everything having to work out perfectly. So I had the mindset right at that point. And then I went and lived through the actual event, which is the experience part. And I proved to myself yet again that so much of the time, the anxiety we feel is wrapped up in anticipation of something as opposed to the actual event. I came away from my wedding, obviously very happy. It was beaming from having had such a lovely experience surrounded by people who I loved and we didn't, well actually we had rain, but it was fine. We, we, we danced in the rain actually, and it was really magical, but I was really proud of myself and not because it all worked out okay, but because I knew I was okay with the idea that I might feel anxiety. And as a result, I didn't feel any at all. I honestly didn't feel any anxiety at all on my wedding day. So with this episode, I really want you to start looking at areas of your life where you might be able to put comfortable neutrality in place. And let me know how you get on. When you get there, I promise it is a massive game changer and it's such a simple idea too. To finish, I want to just do a little body scan. And as you move through your body, I want you to ask yourself to feel neutral about whatever you come up against. So don't try to resist it or change it if you feel any tension. We're going to close our eyes if you can. And we're going to breathe slowly through the nose and out through the mouth. Start at the top of your head and I want you to imagine a warm light scanning through your body very gently and very slowly. So we're going to move from our head down to our ears, across our face, our neck. Make a point of loosening your jaw out and releasing the tongue from the roof of your mouth. Then take your awareness down to your chest, where you can hold a lot of tension. And it's okay if you feel it there, just notice it. Continue out from your shoulders to your elbows, your forearms, your hands, and right to your fingertips. Keep imagining that warm light of comfortable neutrality spreading through you, giving you a sense of easiness, acceptance, and calmness. Then move down through your tummy and around to your back, your upper back and your lower back. And as you move through the body, imagine your breath going all the way down to that specific point. The light is now moving around your hips, your thighs, your legs, your knees. And it's continuing on reaching right down to the tips of your toes. Do a couple more deep inhalations through the nose. And out through the mouth. However you're feeling at any point in your body, just simply allow for it. 
I really hope you found this episode helpful. As always, if you would like to support me to keep the series going, you can do so anytime by tipping me over on my Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com forward slash Caroline Foran. Or if you like what you're hearing, you could either buy one of the books that are currently on sale or pre-order my third book, which will be coming out next January. Thank you so much for listening and take care. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The easiest way to access Owning It Real Time is to head to the link in the episode description or episode details, whatever you call them, show notes. You will find the link in there at the top. You can sign up right away for Owning It Real Time and access the full library of 10 situation-specific audio guides that will help you own your anxiety even more than you've ever done before.